This podcast is a part of the Signals Media All-Star Network. For more information on this and other fine shows, go to SignalsMedia.com. It's okay to stick our stuff in your ears. Really? Coming up for episode 137, our parents may have been right about video games. Do you need a laugh? And Captain Mal wants us to move on. Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. This is I Remembered It Better, a podcast experiment in geek nostalgia. Come on, bark like a dog for me. Ooh, I done a bad thing. We're on a mission from God. This is my boomstick. Kiss my converse. This was extraordinarily bad. Exterminate! I got a bad feeling about this. Now, here are your hosts. Oh, no. Not again. Welcome to I Remembered It Better, the show that takes a look back and asks, was it as good as we thought it was? Coming to you from Dayton, Ohio, where I'm that guy who just doesn't like the pumpkin spice all that much. I'm Cliff Haddix, also known as Revan Geek, and I'm joined in tonight's analytical look back. Bye from Atlanta, Georgia, where apparently it's time to start recycling semi-witty intros. Ryan Allgood. Yeah, I, I was uh, kind of racking my brain trying to come up with any kind of intro at this point, mm-hmm. and I think I'm just, uh, honestly, I'm just, I'm still floored from the Brad and Angelina breakup, that I just can't think of anything. <laughs> uh, I almost took a day off work. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, that's, uh, but yeah, I, I just got, got to the point where, like, every idea I came up for an intro sounded familiar, because I'm pretty sure I've used that, so, um... It happens. That's that's probably what I'm gonna have to start doing, or like going back into old show notes and like using Brian's old intros or something like that. There you go. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe that'll work. But uh, yeah. I don't know. So, so what's your deal, Cliff? Why are you a communist? I, I'm not a communist. That's I what like, I heard. I heard communist. I like pumpkin pie just fine. Yeah, you, you red know, bastard. Thanksgiving, I'll have pumpkin pie. Mm. But I just don't know why pumpkin spice has to be in everything. Now, granted, I will own. I may have already had my peppermint hot chocolate at Starbucks. Yeah, I will own. I, I jump for. I jump even further ahead. I jump to Christmas. Yeah, you just pass but, right over. over I pass fall right and by. You go right into but, Christmas. You know, it's. I mean, today's the first day of fall, so today's supposed to be the first day people can officially have their pumpkin spice, whatever. I just don't. I, I think. I it's, just. It's I just love everything. that that's regulated. Okay, everybody, you're allowed. You can have it now. <laughs> but that. I'm gonna be a rebel. Much. I'm. I'm gonna have it. I'm gonna have it in the spring. That's when I'm going to wait and have it. Take that. I'll probably wear white after Labor Day. You don't know, man. <laughs> That's how you roll. That's how I That's roll. How I'm, roll. A, I'm a gangster like that. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's actually a, a, a friend of mine linked a story. It's a, it's a, it's a religious parody site about um, pumpkin spice communion now being offered you know, in churches <laughs> as an effort to bring in millennials. That's a great idea. There you go. There you go. You should, have, be, you should do good. that. And you because does your church do gluten free option for communion? Um, we have in the past. We aren't currently right now, but there's yeah. some times that we have. Yeah, because yeah. I I know uh, they do they do gluten free where we're at. So you could do you could be like over here. You know, if you prefer gluten free, you can, and if you want the pumpkin spice communion, go to the back. There is actually um, uh, someone I know who went to a non denominational where they were like, oh, if you want communion, it's at the back table. Just take it with you. What? They meet at like a golden corral or? <laughs> exactly. Just take, it, take it on the way out. It's no biggie. Just, just grab some and go. Just kind of grab some and just get out. We got to. Yeah. We're the done. seniors we're are done. here for the space now. It's it's right next to the cotton candy. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> 
And on the topic of all this uh, junk food, <laughs> joining us in the third chair from Los Angeles, California, ready to work out and nerd out from the Dumbbells and Dragons podcast, Kenny Rotter. Hey guys, thanks for having me. And I gotta say, I definitely uh, side with Cliff on the anti-pumpkin front. Uh, yes, yes. However, I okay. will say that if I treat myself to a Starbucks, I don't care what month it is, what day it is, it is usually a peppermint white chocolate mocha. Mm. There, I, I'm with you on the peppermint. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's something special. It's a nice flavor. I'm all for it. I'm all Agreed. For it. It's refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> it makes you think of cooler times, and I, which I imagine in Los Angeles is hard to come by sometimes. That is also true, mostly because at – Every time there is at least one place in California on fire. <laughs> Noticed that a lot lately. Noticed that a lot. Uh, so, uh, how are things for you? Have you had a good day? Is it uh, a good lead up to the show tonight? And... I, it, you know, it is. I, I drove a lot today, which you will always hear people in LA complain about. But. I got home earlier than expected, so had some dinner, jumped on with you guys, and excited to talk about all the awesome links and stuff you guys threw my way um, <laughs> that I just finished watching and hopefully you won't be too traumatized by some of them but it's gonna be (laughs) it's gonna be a fun ride tonight we know that last week we were very full on the dragon con stuff it was mainly the dragon con recap but we're back to normal tonight guys we got things to talk about things going on things in the past things coming up new geeks fanboys and fangirls call us what you want we all have the things we love and obsess over we have a holy special place for the things of our childhood webster's dictionary defines nostalgia as a wistful or excessively sentimental yearning for return to or of some past period or ear recoverable condition. So how many of the things that we have geeked out in the past and may still to this day are really as awesome as we remember, and how many of them have we overhyped in our memory to the point that a second look will have us saying, why did we like this? Now, before we get to geeky goodness, I just realized I jumped over something very important I want to take care of right now. Kenneth, could you please explain to our listeners who may not also be a listener of your show what Dumbbells and Dragons is all about? Dumbbells and Dragons is a blog and a weekly podcast designed to break down the barriers between nerd and fitness cultures. Essentially, I talk to nerdy people about their fitness habits. I talk to uh, fitness people about their nerdy passions and just kind of send out the message that I don't care what you love. I just want you to love more of it. Mm. Okay. All right. Well, I okay. I, I will throw out there that fitness is an area in which I struggle. I have struggled many times in many different ways in my life. I I am currently in one of those funks where I started off on something and I slipped off again. I had started to go to a twice a week workout at the local rec center, and things got busy. Things got off schedule. Um, and it, it wasn't, I don't know, for some reason, again, it didn't hook me to the point that I was guaranteed to go. What is the best way for me to plow through that wall of slipping off schedule? Well, uh, I'm going to give you two things. Number one, that is what I think is one of the most important things is have an accountability partner. Um, just someone that you can call or text and say, hey, 
my goal this week is to go to the gym rec center twice. Can you shoot me a text a few times a week just checking up on me if I've done it? Um, I actually do this currently with another friend of mine who similar life got in the way. They had a move. They, you know, they bought a house. They moved. Kids started school, all this other stuff. And so she was like, hey, I need some help. Can you text me two, three times a week? And it's just that little added, I don't want to call it pressure, but that little added motivation where when I text her, she wants to tell me that she's done it. Hmm. Um, just because now you have an external factor holding yourself accountable. Um, a lot of people, if it's just you trying to get your own self to do it, then you're like, oh, it's okay. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to watch football. I'm going to watch TV. I'm going to, you know, I'm too tired. And th there's excuses. But if you have that external, um, that external motivation, that can usually keep people on track a little bit better than doing it on your own. Um, second thing is don't let what you did the day or the week before influence what you're going to do today or tomorrow. I mean, if you had a goal to go to the rec center two days a week and your schedule was supposed to be Monday, Wednesday, but you didn't go Monday, don't say to yourself Wednesday morning, oh, I was supposed to go twice a week, but I didn't go Monday, so I'm just not going to go Wednesday. Go Wednesday, and then at the end of the week, you can either make it up by going Thursday, Friday, or Saturday, or at least you went one time that week. Mm. That's, True. All right. Okay. I'll take both of those. I'll take both of those those tips and, and see what I can do. And it, it it's even happened for one of my one of my very good buddies, Joe Hogan. Uh, you guys know Joe from yeah. the Geek to Two yeah. podcast. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Um, he's been using his bi-weekly blog on dumbbellsanddragons.com called Game Plan as a way of keeping himself motivated and on task um, for his weight loss routine. And he's had some successes some weeks. He's had some failures other weeks. But he knows that every two weeks he has to report back to pretty much the entire world or whoever wants to read it. <laughs> um, and so he doesn't want to have to type, yeah, I screwed up again this two weeks, blah, 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 blah. He wants to be able to say, here are the gains I've made, here's are the losses you know, in terms of weight loss, gains in terms of progress that he's made. And that's one of the things I've really found that works uh, for me, and it's worked for a couple other people I know. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, that's good stuff. I would throw in there, too, um, find something you're really interested in doing, too. Uh, for me, I wasn't I wasn't at all interested in, in lifting things and, and running a lot. Um, it just yeah. it, it wasn't the kind of thing that appealed to me. And I, I, I would start... Uh, I would be like, okay, I'm gonna be a runner, and I didn't, I didn't want to be a runner, so that that wasn't interesting to me. I couldn't, I didn't stick with it. Um, so uh, I I talked to a, f uh, a friend, a friend of mine who has you know trained uh, 
MMA and a few other things. And, uh, and, and that was his advice. So, um, and that's, you know, I eventually found this, this kickboxing gym and, uh, it was good stuff. I mean, it had a lot of what you're talking about in there. You know, the, you know, my trainer at the gym will chase me up if she hasn't seen me for a couple of days. Uh, you know, make sure I'm, I'm showing up for, for one of those classes and that sort of thing. And it's, it's the kind of thing I want to, to be better at and I'm interested in. So it's, it's held my interest. So. Uh, oh yeah. And, and there's different things for every person. I hate running. Um, I'm not a big, cardio person but i love lifting heavy things um or at least what's heavy to me because i know there's people out there that could lift three four five times what i lift um but it's fun for me and it's kind of like my zen place so whatever gets you there i've actually had a lot of friends um use pokemon go yeah Mm. um although now i think that the fad is over and it's now pokemon gone yeah, there's not as many. I noticed that I haven't clicked it on in a while. I mean, I, I, I get little bits. I mean, there's little things I do, like I walk my daughter to school and I walk her home from school, and it's just a few blocks, but it's it's something, yeah. you know. And but I've noticed I've I've stopped turning my Pokemon Go on while I'm making the walk because yeah. you know, like oh, you don't need any more Rattatas or Pidgeys. Uh, exactly. I'm like, well, not not only just that, it's just it's just kind of like I'm like okay. Uh, I, I need some end game here. You know, I need yeah. something. Um, yeah. So that's, yeah. Uh, that's I, one I of my, more. that's one of my things recently is I've been, um, a lot of the games that I have, like I had world builders on my phone, like Simpsons tapped out or the family guy mm-hmm. game, but there's no end game. Yeah. And that's something I really like to have in my video games. And Pokemon go does not have that. Yeah. The, the Star Wars game that I've been playing, uh, Galaxy of Heroes, has a pretty decent endgame. They have raids, and you, if you are a part of a guild, you know, you have to work together to take down a Rancor. So you're okay. all taking your turns, you're all taking your hits, you're all, you know, d- did you have a good run at it? Did you take down, did you get 300,000 damage, or did you just do 90 and it wiped you out? Well, you better hope that the, the rest of your guild mates do the rest of the job of taking it down. And, you know, then you also have your competitions of PvP versus other folks, and you're trying to climb higher in the ranks, and you're gearing up, and you're, uh, you know, then they have mods that are, are used to help through different things. But yeah, it's got a decent end game to it, so it's, 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 it's good in that. I, I like that about it. Can I, can I go back to one quick thing that you said Absolutely. earlier? Absolutely. Um, yeah. You said you walk your daughter to school, but it's just a few blocks. Don't discount just a few blocks. Okay. Just, just a few blocks is more than you sitting on the couch and telling her to do it herself or putting her on the bus or calling her an Uber. Yeah. You know, some people well, are like... I would really hope that I wouldn't send my first grader to school walking by herself. But <laughs> You know, I, didn't, I, didn't, I don't judge. Um, <laughs> but it's just, it's don't discount whatever it is you're doing because whatever it is you're doing is more than nothing. And that's good. All right. I mean, I'm sure there are people who aren't walking their kid to school, you know? So that's IMHO, my humble opinion. That's all I got. Okay. All right. (laughs) 
Well, along the same lines of what we've been doing fitness-wise, I guess, I guess let's get talking down to some of the geeky stuff we've been up to. Ryan, what geeky goodness have you been into this oh, week? Oh, man. When did uh, when did we record the DragonCon recap? Was that... Um, that was a week ago. That, yeah, but that wasn't a Thursday night. What night? What day did we do? Oh, we did a Friday night. We did, we did Friday. it on Friday? Oh, okay. So it wasn't, I think we did. It wasn't that... All right. For some reason, Friday I thought was it was a Saturday. Like a Sunday or something. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I haven't... Um, I haven't been up to too much. Uh, there's been uh, there's been kind of a lot going. On. I've, I was finally at least home for the weekend, so that that was good. Um, been playing uh, uh, Elite Dangerous, where I'm, I'm basically mm-hmm. doing my job in space and and yeah. moving, <laughs> moving cargo around, moving cargo, and, <laughs> and, and being a space trucker. But uh, um, other than that, uh, let's see what else. Um, Oh, the Star Wars uh, Life Debt book came out not too long ago, so mm. I've been I've been reading that. So that's that's pretty much been been it for my geeky goodness. Uh, between uh, the little ones started uh, her first soccer game, so we had that going on Saturday, uh, and or her first soccer game of the season, um, and then uh, just busy busy with work stuff this week. So it's been pretty limited for me. And that that kind of bums me out. So, uh, that's about it for me. Sadly enough, yeah. Video games and and books. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Kenny? Oh man, um, I've actually had an exceptionally nerdy weekend. Um, last Saturday was my birthday. Um, oh, oh, happy birthday! Happy belated birthday! You. Thank you. And I I swung by Batman Day at my local comic shop called The Perky Nerd. Um, it's also a coffee shop. Mm-hmm. And Drew Edward Johnson was there, and he's written, uh, and he's an artist for some Batman comics. Currently he's doing Wonder Woman. Um, and then he does a couple of his own independent comics. So I picked up some of those on Amazon. And then I'm in the middle of the Runaways, which was a Marvel title from, like, back in 2005, and it had, like, three or four different start and stops, and so it just, it never caught on when it was being published monthly, but then whenever it came out in trades, it would get a huge following. So I've been catching up on a lot of that, and then other than that, man, just been catching up on my WWE. Oh, okay. I I I try not to use the term guilty pleasure, but I love watching WWE. It's so bad. <laughs> I I will own that. I get kind of get pulled in and pulled out. I kind of I'll swing in for a bit and I'll swing out for a bit and I'll come back for a bit. And I'll be like, that guy's still here. That guy's still yeah. doing this. Um. So yeah, I I could I could get down with that, but it is it is <laughs> one of those things that if I'm going to be doing it, it's going to be on my laptop with the earbuds in because I will just get the look. <laughs> if it's on the main TV in the house. No, she'll be, no, this, this is not happening. This is not being watched on the big screen, you know, and I, mainly because I know it's not something I want my kids seeing just yet, especially yeah. because my, my two year old is starting to hit 
Mm-hmm. Like he's smacking and, uh, and well, he, sometimes he's being playful, like he just flops down on top of you and then he smacks and you're like, no, you don't smack. You know, no, we're you close your so fist, thumb on the outside. Well, yeah, no. Oh. <laughs> the last thing I need to see is, is him to see somebody get an RKO out of nowhere. You know, I'm, I'm oh, not yeah. ready, not ready for that, but, uh. And it's Jonah off the back of the couch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Oh my see. god, my god. I've He's actually killed him. I've actually gotten my wife into it. She likes watching it on occasion. <laughs> oh wow. You have you have bridged the gap. I thought I was doing good with my wife playing Hearthstone. You sir yeah. have bridged the major gap. <laughs> I actually got an email today from a guy whose name is what was it was Dustin Rhodes. And uh, mm. I made a comment about it when it came across. And the room instantly divided men and women as far as who understood why that was significant. And then yeah. you know, the girls in the office were just like, why are you guys so lame? But, uh, <laughs> it was, uh, and then strangely enough, uh, I got an email from Hacksaw Jim Duggan too. And that was weird. Um, was, so was this the actual Dustin? No, Rhodes? it was just was a guy was... whose name was Dustin Rhodes. And oh, okay. it just started okay. a conversation. Was it actually okay. Hacksaw Jim Duggan? No, that didn't happen at all. Uh, that, oh. that, that was just. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Sometimes he's just doing a bit, yeah. Kenny. <laughs> yeah, I, I I was really excited because I have. <laughs> I mean, I from from my radio days, I have stood nose to nose in the ring with Gold Dust, and it is a terrifying place to be. <laughs> he blocked out the sun, Jesus. Uh, yeah, and they... uh, and got a little bit off script and was kind of being intimidating with me, which I was very uncomfortable. with. <laughs> Oh man! Um, but uh, yeah, that was fun times. Fun times. So, uh, for me, uh, been playing a bit of Heroes. I have, uh, I've got a, a guy I occasionally play at the same time on, uh, and I have been chogalling with him, which is very unusual. A lot of people just do not like the thought of the chogal in their in their Hero League games. Can you uh, can you explain what that is for me? Because that sounds dirty. Okay, like you well, and this guy have been chogalling each other. We've been chogalling. That's weird. first of all, Hero League is when you're playing for rank. Okay, meaning you're going to go up in rank and go down in rank. Right. So it's, in theory, it's when you're taking it seriously, and everyone else in there with you is likewise taking it seriously. And some people are very much in try hard mode, so they want you to pick the premium picks of who they expect to be the heroes in the match. Like mm. they want, they want a Kerrigan, they want Kael'thas, they want. Uh, they want Falstad. They want the ones that they're used to seeing be the big w- delivering heroes. See, and that's why and, I would be. Re- I'm really bad with that kind of stuff because I pick characters that just look cool to me, and, or are fun, yeah, or are you know, fun, or I, yeah. or I have a good time with, or, the, or that sort of thing. And and you know that's 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 why you know I didn't like WoW because I took skills or, or talents or whatever they were called in WoW that uh, sounded interesting. Um, and I wasn't, I wasn't doing the, the, the rule math to get the, the yeah. most, uh, the most damage or whatever out of my guy. So, well, Chogall is the character they released, uh, they, they plugged at BlizzCon last year. It's where it's two people controlling one character. One guy is steering, is doing all the, he's doing the melee stuff for the hero. Um, and the other is the second head of the ogre, and I'm doing all the spell casting. So I'm like the turret on top of the tank. Mm. And that's my job, is just, I'm blasting, I'm shooting, that's all I do. I, he, I can't control where we go, he controls where we go. 
I can speed him up. I, I can I can make him run faster. But I but I have no choice where we go. But he's really good. He's really good at getting good positions. His name's Emobard. Um, he's really good at getting good positioning. He's really good at being in just the right place. He's really good at getting out before we get killed. But some people do not want to see Chogall in their hero league game because they because a lot of times it goes badly. But he's good at it. he's a masters league level player at it. Um, and we are having a blast when we get the right comp. But if people just don't want to do it, then eh, we'll okay we'll play regular heroes today. Mm. But uh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun Chogalling uh, with him. Um, let's see, Hearthstone been getting back into that. Um, I got a few, uh, I, I looked into a, a legendary, I le- looked into a Ragnaros. So now I am starting to put a, uh, a few decks together I've been looking at that I've been needing some pieces to. Uh, so I'm going to start playing, playing that and enjoying it. But I, I want to give some props. I got to give some props that, that earlier tonight, um, my wife and I were playing. She needed, uh, we each had the quest of play with a friend. And when you do, your friend and you get, you know, 60 gold. So she was going to play and I was going to play. We we're going to take, play two games. And I lost both of them. My wife beat me twice. Oh, wow. Ooh. Uh, I will own that. She is getting good. It's, uh, that is no way of saying, oh, I got to be bit. You know, she's been practicing <laughs> and she's been getting better and she, she beat me twice. She tried to make me feel better by reminding me that she beat me with the zoo lock deck I put together for her, but still she beat me with it. <laughs> uh, so I, I take my hat off. My wife beat me at Hearthstone. Uh, so that's, that's the most geeky goodness that, uh, I've been up to and you all been up to. Let's see what's been going on in the news. Stand by for news. Look at news play. And the big no news of the day is no news. This is Les Nesman saying, may the good news be yours. In the news. Yeah, we'll do it live. It's not too rare that if you have a friend who's saying, hey, I'm looking for something to binge watch on Netflix. If you got anything you can recommend, almost always one of your friends will bring up, have you seen Firefly? Have you seen Firefly? And I've done too. Have you ever seen Firefly? 13 episodes. Knock them all out. See the movie and, and you're done. Um, and for many of us, it's one of the great recent venues, uh, ventures into science fiction. And uh, most everybody uh, wants one of two things. They want it to come back or they want Nathan Fillion cast in everything. Right? Oh, right? God. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Uh yeah, in everything, and it's kind of pissing me off a little bit. I've, I've I've heard some not okay things about about him. Yeah, like what kind of not okay? Like he he dog fights or no? Um, apparently him and Stana Kadic in Castle like don't even speak to each other if they don't have lines together. Like for the first eight <laughs> oh. seasons. They had an on-set <laughs> therapist. Jeez. Wow. Well, I mean, you can't well, be too I've surprised that. that that's a thing, though, because, I, I mean, I think we hear about that. We're like, oh, but these actors, and they, they're they on screen, you know, they get along. And I've got coworkers that I haven't gotten along with before. Uh, it's just not everybody was watching, so. That's, that's a good I point. I can see it. That's very true. But that's gotta, um, I mean, that's gotta make that job even harder when your job is to interact and convince people you like to do it. Yeah. Which, A, speaks so immensely to their talent. Mm. 
Um, except mm. the scenes where Beckett gets annoyed at Castle, because then you just know, oh, she's just being herself. <laughs> now she can let it out for she's just channeling. a moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but I do love Nathan Fillion. So oh, yeah. He's, he's my captain. Well, apparently, uh, Nathan uh, was in an interview, and it's being reported by The Hollywood Reporter, had this to say about Firefly. I loved every minute of it. It's really hard to look at that kind of stuff and say, give me more, because enough is enough. Oh, my God, it was everything. It was everything. How can everything not be enough? So, basically saying, it's just fine as it is, and we need to let it go. Because he's letting it go. I mean, this makes sense. The show ran for one season. And, of course, yeah. everyone wants it to come back because it was, it was perfect. It was great. It was amazing. You know, almost ev- everyone that I've, I've heard of that's seen it has loved it. But it also only had one season. It didn't, it didn't have the chance to have those, those seasons uh, and, or run on too long or, or, you know, run into a lot of the problems that, that a lot of shows do. So, um I mean, it's. I think it's one of those those things that you know we got just enough of it to be interested in it, but not so much that it uh, it ever had like those lame moments. Well, and I was actually contemplating because I'm in a Facebook group, um, and everyone's constantly talking about bringing back Firefly, bringing back Firefly, and I was debating whether or not to write a blog about this. Like, it's. Like I love it just as much as just as much as the next person, but it died so young that it has saved us from it going bad. Mm. You look at mm. some of the greatest television shows. Uh, personally, How I Met Your Mother, um, Friends. I know those are just sitcoms. Even Angel or Buffy, they all had down seasons. They mm-hmm. all, you know, if Buffy would have ended right after season three, like, I would have no tarnished memories of the crappy episodes <laughs> in seasons four and six. Um, and it's like, it's like, why is Jimi Hendrix the greatest guitar player ever? <laughs> Because he, I was gonna bring up Kurt Cobain. Oh, and I was Co- gonna yeah. bring up, you know, um, uh, Janis Joplin. All the ones who die before they get irrelevant. When yeah. is the last time you really got moved by a new Rolling Stone song? <laughs> when is the last time you got moved by a new Elton or Billy Joel song? Mm. You know, it's like, yeah. I mean, that's that's. I totally side with Fillion on this, and it's just, it's dead, it's gone, enjoy what we have, and move on. Because guess what? <laughs> Nothing they make is going to be as good as the 14 episodes and a movie. Yeah. yeah. That, that's kind of, I was thinking about, and, and, and compare and contrast, you know, we have The Force Awakens, which did everything right. You know, could have been the prequels all over again. But if they announced they were going to do something new with Firefly, can you imagine the level of expectation that would be there? Oh, yeah. And likely how far it would miss that mark. 
Oh, yeah. It would, even if it was just as good as the first season, you're still, you, you remember it better. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know? Um, so, yeah, it's never going to live up to whatever the second season in people's minds is, are. Well, I mean, Arrested Development, when they brought that back, uh, did another season, what, uh, was it last year? Yes. A couple years ago? Uh, I mean, I enjoyed it. I thought it was really good, but it, it I don't feel like it was as good as the original run of that series. Uh, yeah, mm. and even even if you go back and look at the third season of Arrested Development, really still not as good as seasons one and two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But. So we're all going to take a deep breath, we're all going to move on, and it's all going to be okay. And, but, like, if you want to cosplay, cosplay. Oh, yeah. If, <laughs> oh, yeah. If, if every five and zero anniversary, 15-year anniversary, 20-year anniversary, the cast wants to get together and have a Comic-Con and, like, great. Yeah. Go for it. You know, if you want to go to your camp, the comics, yeah, all fine. Yeah. Enjoy the comics. If you want to go to your can't stop the serenity event every year and help out a charity, do that. But stop clamoring for new Firefly. Stop trying to make fetch happen. It's never going to happen. <laughs> oh my God, that's the second time today I've heard that. That's weird. Uh, Dude, that's been uh, that's been coming up for me so often recently. Oh. <laughs> and again, had Lindsay Lohan died right after Mean Girls? Oh man. Oh, gosh. It's one thing to talk about someone who actually did die, but to to say we'd be better off. Well, I think I think what he's, he's not saying we'd be better off. I think he's saying, oh, he's saying, he's saying Lindsay would have been perception. better. Our off. perception, our perception of Lindsay Lohan would be completely sure. different. Yeah, oh, <laughs> that's that's obviously what he meant. I am not advocating for the death of Lindsay Lohan. Well, no, it's okay, too late now, anyway. So. <laughs> I'm making certain. Just making certain. I get my hands on a DeLorean. We we might have something to talk about. That's what oh, I'm okay. talking about. Yeah. All right, you can either take out Hitler or Lindsay Lohan right after Mean Girls. What do you do? Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, of, of course. You know. <laughs> what? Like, I feel like someone's going to be like, holy shit, this guy supports Hitler. And I'm like, that's not what we're saying. No, I just support <laughs> Lindsay Lohan less. That's all. That's all. <laughs> no, it's... I, mean, I don't like either one of them, but if I only have enough fuel in the tank for one trip, Oh, and it's it's. I I also just got finished reading eleven twenty two sixty three, so I know that's the book by Stephen King where someone goes back to yeah. prevent the assassination of JFK. Oh wow! Yeah, so the more I've heard of it, I have I, I've heard people talking about. It, I haven't read it myself yet. Yeah, the bigger events you change, no matter what it is, the worse the future becomes. So even if you mm. do something so amazing. As prevent, you know, something that we would all think as "quote unquote" good, you know, stopping sure. Hitler, preventing the assassination of JFK, the world itself will be worse. Hmm. Okay. 
It's a really cool book. I definitely encourage everyone to read it or watch the Check Hulu that out, yeah. show with James Franco. Well, let's see. You've got a time machine. I've got a gun. What the hell? Let's kill Hitler. I remember being a kid, and I remember that there was a controversy because on the Atari 2600, they had made a Texas Chainsaw Massacre game. Mm. Where with these barely little blocks, you were a leather face going around, like cutting at little co-eds and everything. And it was a big deal. So how horrible. But it was on the Atari 2600. It was blocks chasing blocks. Well, of course, technology has moved forward. And we now have um, a crowdfunded game that's coming out where you can reenact the horrors of Crystal Lake with seven other people again and again and again. Oh, so this is multiplayer. Yes. Yes. Oh. yes. The uh, The point of this game is Friday the 13th, the game, which I think there already had been Friday the 13th games. I think Nintendo had one, if I'm not mistaken. Um, oh. But the way that this is going... Oh, you started watching the trailer. Sorry, huh, yeah, you? yeah. <laughs> um, okay. I had let me I get a few more details trailer. out before you keep watching that because it's going to get worse. So here's the deal. Uh, this has been funded uh, oh. by on Kickstarter. The developers have created this game in which eight people multiplayer, seven are camp counselors, and one is Jason Voorhees. And the question is, how long can they survive? Um, the trailer itself looks like a 1980s VCR tape you're watching. It's got the tracking problems. It's fidgety. Um, and, and you see that the point is that Jason is killing the counselors. Oh, he's destroying them. <laughs> yeah. This is like makes Grand Theft Auto look like Pac-Man. Seriously. It is brutal. Brutal, brutal, brutal. Um, it is, it has the full support of the franchise creator, uh, Sean Cunningham. It will be released on Xbox One, PS4, and the PC. What? Oh. Did you just get, let me guess, you guys got the fireplace. No, I saw, (laughs) I saw the fireplace a while ago. I'm at the pickaxe. No. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we'll put a link to this in the show notes. Uh, I'll warn you, it's <gasps> rough. Yeah, I, it is rough. I don't think my wife's gonna let me play this with the kids in the room. Like, <laughs> I don't think your wife should let you play that with the kids in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow! Oh god, this is brutal. Oh, and yeah. it just keeps happening. <laughs> yeah. Um, the game does look awesome. I gotta be honest with you guys, I'm not a huge gamer, so this is probably one I'm going to pass on. Um, but mm-hmm. I will look for friends that have it and be like, hey, can I come over? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Wow. That was... Whew. That was intense. Yeah. I, and now <laughs> I heard a little bit after that. My question is... My question mm. is... How quick will the novelty wear off? I playing this game. It depends on how good the gameplay is. I mean, I That's think what, yeah. I think the novelty yeah. will wear off fairly quickly, 
uh, Pokemon Gone. Um, but yeah. if the gameplay is there for the replay value, yeah. if there's enough change in game to game, um, I think that's going to just increase people's overall impression of it and keep it yeah. keep it active longer. I think the multiplayer fact uh, is is going to help too. Um, being able to do it as a, as a group, you know, uh, change out those roles of of who's doing what and and that sort of thing. But uh, <sighs> I'm still reeling a little bit. That was that was intense. Do you know what would yeah. probably make me go out, pick up that game, and never stop playing it? Lindsay Lohan's one of the counselors. Yes. <laughs> oh! Yes. <laughs> I was hoping that was going to find its way into this story. Somehow. Well, let me let me, but let me ask let me let me ask a question here. It is it going to be less fun if you're the one stuck being a camp counselor all the time as opposed to being Jason hunting them down? Well, you got to change out the role. I mean, that's yeah. You know, you, you can't have yeah. the same guy. You know, always being Jason. I think that would even get boring for Jason after a while too. I mean, yeah. So, but the other the, but the other thing is. Do you take a slice from the movie and are you able to fight back? Like if all seven of them decide, let's take him on, do you have a chance of taking him down? Or is it a simple hide and go seek game all the time? Is it always you're running from Jason, you're running from Jason, you're running from Jason? Uh, uh that'd be a great question for the guys at Gun Media. Yeah. I agree. Get them on the podcast. Yeah. Okay. Let's make, make that call, Cliff. I hope. All right. I also hope Hitler is one of the counselors too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because again, not supporting Hitler. We're not, we're not like, hey, you know. Oh, okay. No, I think he's on that... the right track. He just got carried away. No, not at all. Bad guy. <laughs> there should be a like dictator DLC where all the game counselors are replaced. <laughs> well, but, but, with I mean, this this will definitely be a game. <laughs> This would be a game that for replayability will probably need downloadable content. Like get the wacky weapons, you know, yeah. downloadable content, you know, and you know, yeah. give Jason a hockey stick, give Jason, uh, you know, um, the saw off of a sawfish, you know, just all kinds of weird things like oh. that will probably be tacked on later. You could even do something up. like give Jason a lawnmower, give Jason Freddy Krueger's yeah. gloves. Mm. Oh, cross. Oh, dude. Or just drop. Or will that be the sequel? Yeah. Freddy versus will Jason Nightmare on Elm Street be the sequel? It's possible, but I would yeah. actually like to see the sequel be Jason Takes Manhattan, mm. and mm. it's a massive multiplayer online where Jason goes around and kills everybody. Yeah. Mm. There we go. I still remember the first time I saw that teaser trailer and just being going, well, what the hell? <laughs> Why not? Why not? <laughs> and if, if you're listening to this and you are over the age of 18, watch that trailer. It is incredible. If you're not mm. over the age of 18, go, go watch it anyway. Like sneak when your parents hey. aren't around, just sneak onto the internet. Hey. And what? Make certain you're eating pasta as you do. Eating pasta? Lots of marinara sauce. Lots of Ugh. marinara sauce. Ugh. And then go watch Mean Girls. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> quick, quick, 
just a quick strategy thing. If you're if you're playing as one of the counselors, do you find a hiding place or do you stay on the move? Ooh. That's okay. I think I think you gotta keep moving. Just trying to stay one step ahead of him. Yeah. It's harder to hit a moving target. Yeah. I, it makes me yeah. wonder, like, what are your resources? Like, is there, like, a radar that shows you when there's a, yeah. a camp counselor nearby? Do you hear, like, moving in the bush? What What is it that uh, that Just happens? starts playing the, the Jason theme music a little bit louder <laughs> the closer he gets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or... Do you get a bonus if you're the counselors? Do you get bonus points if you manage to have sex before he arrives? That's a good. Or does that just guarantee he finds you? Oh, there you go. Yeah. And do you achievement? Unlocked. Do you stay together? Or do you separate? Yeah. But yeah, that's the other. See, like I said, could you could you turn the tables and fight back? Yeah. Because that that makes it a little bit more interesting. Granted, he's probably god mode. You can't take him down easily. Yeah. But well, and also, do you spawn together or separately? Oh yeah, there's no way they let you spawn together. They probably put you all over the place. Interesting. Uh, we will have to wait and see what happens and see if anybody we know picks it up. Friday the 13th. Ooh, available from Gun Media. When does it come out? Hold on. I popped out of there. It has the Steam logo on the bottom, so they'll be selling it. Um, they just showed it off at PAX um, with some footage. And they still say it's still listed as being in development. No. So it's going to be a little Rains. while. <laughs> but it's on the way. <laughs> Well, um, we're always looking. It's always interesting when someone takes something that is uh, fantasy or normally CGI and does it practically. But are you ready for a practical transformer? Um, a Turkish company has created a real life transformer. Ish. Ish. Yeah. The emphasis ish. on the ish. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't think anyone's fitting in that car. <laughs> Who saw this coming out of Turkey? By the way. I don't know. I, I if you... if I had to guess, looking at a map, I wasn't gonna say like the first Transformer ish was gonna be Turkish. <laughs> that came together nicely, actually. <laughs> Putting the ish in Turkish, yes. Uh, <laughs> oh man, uh, good for them having time to do this during like coups and stuff. But. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> This is how it all started. This is what kicked off the military coup. Yeah. Uh, it was all about fighting over uh, uh, control of, of the, the of world's transformer slowest transformer. Transformer. I mean, remember that scene? I was it was it the first one where like Bumblebee uh, does this quick transform to to grab. Uh, um, oh, kid with the face, Shia LaBeouf. Thank you, Shia LaBeouf. Uh, um, whew. 
I mean, I don't see this car pulling that move off, like, real fast. Like, the quick transform and save and stuff him in the car and then turn back into the car at the same time mm-hmm. and go on. Like, there'd be pieces of LaBeouf everywhere if this car tried that. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. Again, not necessarily a bad thing, but... And, and, and you know, it should have happened right after Even Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> We're just taking How out young actors. go battle for Shaker right. Heights or uh, or holes. Uh, uh, we pretty much guaranteed know. that Lindsay Lohan and Shia LaBeouf are never going to be guests on the show. Um, they might come on to defend themselves. <laughs> be like, why do you want to kill us? <laughs> be like, no, just in <laughs> fantasy. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Wow, the most amazing podcast ever. Def- okay, defend why you should be alive. <laughs> you better get it right. Oh my uh, God. Can we please start that? We need to start a podcast <laughs> called Defend Why You Should Be Alive. start a podcast of, are worthy of being alive. This week we'll be discussing... Oh, oh man. Oh, that's oh. I'm crying. I'm dying here. Oh, that's well, I mean, great. It, and I'm go, I'm getting ready to take us down a dark hole. But if you think about in 2016, how many celebrity deaths we've had that have been super impactful, like like punching in the gut, like you know David Bowie, mm-hmm. you know, like oh gosh, I can't believe you know that's a huge loss. You know, how many of them are there we that we go, huh? You know, and like every week, a different celebrity. If this celebrity dies this year, will we care? Oh, yeah. Well, no, I'm just thinking if, like, (laughs) in 60 or 70 years, when Lohan, LaBeouf, uh, Bieber, when they actually are of the age where they might start dying, Mm -hmm. thank God I'll already be dead. But yeah. I'll be thinking, who's going to care? Who's this? <laughs> but see, then I realize that there's totally a lower generation, uh, a younger generation, not lower, but kind of lower, um, <laughs> that is like <laughs> Bieber to them was like Michael Jackson to me. Yeah. And I'm like, that's what's oh, wrong God, with the that's, planet. That's yeah. <laughs> well, b- before but before we beat up too hard on on them, they have the chance to grow up and evolve their music tastes. Yes. Because I'll lay money each of us had some cassette of some band we would be embarrassed for people to know we had on high repeat, you know, when we were younger. Um Okay, can I share a story? You, you certainly can. We're this here, is a we're safe space. There was, there yeah. was I mean, one, it's not, but go ahead. There was one time yeah. in middle school where I was one of, like, the only kids who had, like, a portable boombox, you know? And it, it, it was yeah. a CD player. And so I was told yeah. to bring – we were having a field trip, and I was told to bring the boombox and Soundgarden. Everybody remembers mm-hmm. Soundgarden. Right. That was Soundgarden, right? I brought Savage Garden. (laughs) 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 So, needless to say, entirely the wrong garden. (laughs) No, so, like, 
I think that was the time where I was like, I could have been cool. <laughs> and then it just didn't happen for me. You put it right in the ditch. Yeah. Aren't you kidding? <laughs> I do. All right. They were truly madly deeply. They right were. And you know yeah, what? That's right. Go back and listen to those albums because that holds up. Mm. Let me tell you, I saw them in concert. They put on a decent show. That's awesome. <laughs> now, what I am embarrassed yeah. about is my first live show was uh-huh. Stained opened for Kid Rock, who opened for Limp Biscuit. Oh, man. So, wow. That's a lot of douche all in one place. <laughs> <laughs> and Way not just on stage. There was so much douche in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh man but, no I, oh. I mean yeah that's but uh no i mean and i'll i'll own that i i listened to um uh well both both kid rock and and limp biscuit for a little while uh generally not in the same place yeah not, not so much in the same place um wow that was I I don't I don't know that I'm embarrassed by it, but I can remember listening to NXS Kick and thinking it was the greatest album ever made. <laughs> you know, you know, I didn't know any better. You know, I, no, 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 no. Oh, what was oh what was their follow up? Not their first album. What was the what was oh gosh what was Poison's second album? Um, I had Unskinny Bop on it. Um, had the uh, the the uh, the woman with the long tongue on the on the front cover that got censored. Uh, hold on. I was I gonna say if only up. there was some resource in which we could send this to. Flesh and blood. Flesh and From blood. Nineteen ninety. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, it was this was open up and yeah, say off. Oh, I think open up and say off. Flesh and blood came after that. Um, yeah. Look what the cat dragged in was first. Open up and say, ah, flesh and blood came after that, and then who cares? Obscurity? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember thinking Poisoned was awesome. You know, there was a time I didn't know any better. That's some great hair, man. It was. It was. Yeah, you said Poison, and I was thinking Belle Biv DeVoe. Uh, never trust a big button and smile. <laughs> Got tattooed on my lower back. well every now and then someone comes up with one of these little montages on the internet like you have uh, great sword fighting scenes or great dancing scenes um, someone put together every scene of Tim Curry laughing they could find, <laughs> and it just warms my heart. And it's, I watched it right before we went on. It's pretty good. I love Tim Curry. Yeah. <laughs> Some of my favorite laughs are from uh, Muppet Treasure Island, I think, in here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, just, but it's, it, you forget just how many things he's been in until you see it and then of course you've got the pennywise yeah. laugh the, ha, ha, ha. i'm like oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah stop that stop that uh but uh, i was trying to think of like what other 
things that you know montages that we haven't seen yet because we've seen like great sword fights we've seen great uh you know uh, just fight scenes we've seen great dance scenes put together what's a montage that hasn't been mined yet all the times Lindsay Lohan has died on screen yeah oh <laughs> has, has, she, has she died on screen no I don't know that she has uh maybe in Machete Oh, okay, okay. I saw the other day someone made a montage of every time Samuel L. Jackson has said mother Dude, did that go on? Is, are you still yeah, watching it? Yeah, was that it? like an hour and a half long uh, video? <laughs> yeah, it's like it's, a full it's, feature it's, it's length. Opus. It's pretty yeah. long. Dude, I don't know if it's every time, but it's like over a, a wide variety. I don't, I don't a, feel a like wide, there's enough bandwidth uh, to get every time. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, a wide selection of the films he said it in. The internet fell apart today because somebody put together a video <laughs> of Samuel Jackson <laughs> saying every time he said motherfucker. Dude, uh, I want to know when he's going to bust one out in an Avengers movie. Uh, um, mm. I could probably think of the most boring montage, which would be like all the time somebody just stares blankly at the screen. Mm. Mm. Well, I remember the one that, and we showed it on the show long ago, the one that was just people walking down, walking away from the camera, and it was just, um, the song was um, I Got to Walk On, and it was just people walking away from the camera, and like how many times that scene shows up in so many different movies, and you think it would be really incredibly boring, then when you see it, you're like... This is actually kind of cool how mm. often you see this shot and how well it works. Huh. Yeah, Didn't we see one like every time off... someone said, like, here's the thing or what you don't understand is or something like yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. There's all kinds of them like that. Do you have Prince Albert in a can? You do? Well, you better let the poor guy out. All right, well, like before, we had a trailer for a video game that was meant to have an old VHS look to it, and now we have a trailer for uh, meant to have a similar look, but someone reimagining the Harry Potter films as a 1990s sitcom. (laughs) This was hilarious. I loved this. And it looks quite accurate. Yeah. (laughs) The only thing it needs is... um, uh, Richard Dean Anderson, you know, looking over a wing at you. Oh, MacGyver? <laughs> uh, MacGyver. Yeah, it seemed very MacGyver-esque at times with the music and everything. So. Yeah. Um, while it was going on, I just kept thinking of the uh, Full House theme. You know, like, <laughs> everywhere you look, everywhere. Oh, yeah, okay, maybe, okay, okay, take out Richard Dean Anderson, put on some John Stamos. <laughs> oh, man. Put John Everything Stamos. needs a little John Stamos. That's the truth. To have him, uh, what would he teach at Hogwarts? I mean, immortality? Sex ed. Look at that. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember them ever doing that in the, in the books, but, uh, uh. (laughs) swish and flick. Yeah, it just doesn't, uh, doesn't seem right, does it? (laughs) Oh. I'm dying. I want to go through it now and, and like take out the just not so much the video but the audio to figure out which class which class scene would be the best sex ed class. Well, someone someone the other there was somebody who put a video online. It was Harry Potter uh, being read with replacing the word wand with penis, <laughs> and it was like Harry pulled out his penis and began to wave it. <laughs> 
So I guess you don't choose the penis, the penis chooses you. Exactly. <laughs> um, I, the penis that gave you that scar. <laughs> uh, this penis doesn't mm. answer to me. I don't think... Lucius, Lucius, I require your penis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. This reminds me of the this reminds me of the time that we were doing all the double entendre lines from Star Wars. You remember yeah. that? Oh, get in there, you big fairy yeah. elf! I don't care what you smell. It came from behind, behind. <laughs> Loosen up. Loosen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a trap. They're bringing it back up. Well, sometimes it's a sequel, sometimes it's a reboot. They're bringing it back up to see if they can get old viewers to watch something once again. Now, Kenny, you were owning. You're a WWE fan. Yes. I don't I don't know exactly how old you are. Would you look? Do you happen to remember the gorgeous ladies of wrestling? That I do not. That is, uh, that is before my time. This this came around right about puberty for me. And uh, I remember exactly... <laughs> What a confusing time this must have been for you. <laughs> it, was. it was a very confusing time. Um, the Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling, for those who did not watch it, um, was some really bad wrestling with some really bad sketch comedy. Um, but it was syndicated. It was on television. It was on on the weekends. Not Usually not back-to-back, but usually not too far from whatever WWE syndicated show was on. Um, and they, Netflix has ordered a reboot starring Alison Bree. Now that chick is funny. So she's very she, funny. Uh, I, and I think it mentions in here somewhere, like she's going to kill the sketch comedy part of this. Yeah. Um, what I'd really like to see is for them to give her, for her to get the, the training to, to pull off the wrestling, like put her through, put her through tough enough, man. Uh, yeah. You know, put her through the like real that. thing. And, I mean. Give her, give her the training to, to really pull off the wrestling, and you might have something fairly entertaining here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, I mean, as far as comedy, like her timing, her delivery, all that stuff, I mean, she'll 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 kill the sketch comedy part of it. Yeah, I, I have to wonder what is this going to be like a complete <clears throat> remake of the old style, meaning it's going to be that vignette back and forth, or is this going to be kind of like a office? You're seeing someone who's putting the product together. Like she's putting, like it's the show within the show. You know, like she's working on a project and we're watching, like, you know, what it takes for a glow person to be part of this. And we see her trying to deal with balancing relationship and life while she's a wrestler or whatever. Oh, God, I hope that's not it. I I don't know. Terrible. Who knows how Netflix (laughs) is going to do this? I have no idea. Well, Netflix has been having a pretty good track record right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if they've put out anything that I've been like this is bad. Yeah. I mean I haven't had a chance yeah. to get to everything they've put out oh, but yeah. everything I've heard I mean people who have yeah. watched like you know uh, House of Cards and all that stuff I mean they're they've got their fans and stuff so uh, yeah we just finished Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt which oh, was very sure. funny. That's that's just so good. good. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything that Netflix has put out that 
I've watched, like you said, watched it in life. Now, there's plenty of stuff that Amazon Video put out that we kind of went, you know, yeah. when they were the, the attempted Zombie Land series. Oh, yeah, that yeah, was that not was, so good. That was, no, bad. that was not good at all. Um, but I can't really think of. Now I I keep me I haven't watched the new Voltron that they've done which really we should for this show I should watch that yeah um, but uh, aside of that I've been pretty pleased with everything mm-hmm. they produced that well yeah I mean I've all the, the Marvel stuff the Daredevil Jessica Jones oh yeah that stuff was amazing oh yeah um, Stranger Things uh, I mean just just kind of picking out some recent stuff I mean a lot of a lot of the uh, the comedy specials that that have been put together just specifically for Netflix. Have just has been some ama- They've had some amazing comedy on there too, so mm-hmm. yeah. I, I think this has got a, a lot of good potential. Right. I, can, can I say that I would like to see them do a gem in the holograms? Mm. Oh, do it! Do a, an animated reboot, uh, animated or live or do action. It live. I think they could do either. Um, a lot Ooh. like as a, as a series. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they wanted to do a movie, I think they could do. They would be. They would. Are you kind of trying to? Are you trying to pretend that whole movie that happened last year didn't happen? Is that what you're doing? I mean, with the it, statement? it <laughs> did happen, unfortunately, but it's not a gem in the holograms <laughs> movie. It was a yeah. movie that tried to absorb the IP of gem in the holograms. Yeah. In my humble opinion. I haven't watched it. That That's still kind of a thing that there's a part of me that wants to, if we're ever in the same place and, and bump into Jules somewhere, we get her drunk and make her watch <laughs> it. But, you know, so. Do you have to watch this? Wow. But, that's, that's just mean. <laughs> it is. Wait a minute. Okay. We have discussed the killing of Lindsay Lohan on this that's show. That's for humanity, That Cliff. was mean? That's for humanity. <laughs> We're really, we have okay. the best interests of humanity at heart. Yeah, I mean, sometimes for the greater good, the sucky ones have to go. I mean, that's just... Well, I, I remember hearing that this w- reboot was being talked about, but I didn't realize where we were in production. Uh, are you guys clamoring for a reboot of Jumanji? Look, if they're putting Dwayne The Rock Johnson in it, I'm going to say yeah. Mm. I, don't, I don't know why. I've, I've... Now, I'm not certain. Is this, a, is this a sequel or is this a reboot? What is this, which is this meant to be? It's a reboot. But I think there, again, it's going to be something completely different just using the IP. Because it looks like they're all going to be in the Jumanji world. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. If if they're actually characters within the game, that's what I'm guessing. Karen Karen Gillian? Gillian. Yeah. Gillian, whatever, that girl? Yeah. With the face? Amy Pond. Amy yeah. Pond. Nebula. Yeah. She's amazing. I love her. Oh, yeah. But my my only issue, in a photo that The Rock shared, he mentions her, but he says there's a reason for her outfit. 
I don't care if the writers decided to give her a clever reason for being half naked. Um, don't have a woman running through the jungle half naked. I don't care what the reason is. Yeah, it doesn't make um, sense. It doesn't make. And yeah. also, then every person who covered this story mentioned Jack Black was in it, Dwayne the Rock Johnson was in it, and Kevin Hart was in it. But everybody ignored that Karen Gillan was in it. And I was like, mm. sorry for getting political on this. I'm just like, can the women get some love, please? Except well, Lindsay Lohan. I would agree. I mean, I would. Oh, I yeah. would agree with you. I would agree with you. I mean, when the in the when you click the TMZ link that we have, it has Hart, it has Black, it has Johnson. It does not mention Gillen in the link. So yeah, I I, I agree with you. She's getting short. I'm changed. just like, and I guarantee you, she made less than all three of them. And I mm-hmm. I'm personally, she's a much bigger draw for me than Blacker Hart. I don't think – I think obviously right now you could say Johnson and Hart deserve the bigger paycheck because they're a bigger commercial draw. I don't know if Jack Black has that standing anymore. I was going to say, yeah. I've, I've, I mean Jack Black used, used to draw me into a movie, School of Rock or something <laughs> like that, but uh, uh, not so much anymore. Now, after having seen uh, – what was that? Central Intelligence with uh, Johnson and, and Hart. Oh, did, did you I did see, see it? it? Yeah, we went out and saw that. That was mm-hmm. a, that was a funny movie. Like that was a funny movie, mm-hmm. and it it took some things that you would have thought would have been obviously done and kind of turned them on their ear a little bit or whatever. But uh, uh, they they worked well together as a duo. That was that was really good. Um, so so do you so do you see them being a long term duo? We're going to see the two of them doing a lot of. They, I think, I think you're going to see some good stuff with the Will Ferrell, John what, C. Riley for a whole level more, kind of uh, thing. Will Ferrell and um, uh, uh, Vince Vaughn. Oh come on, no, Daddy's home. Um, Mark Wahlberg. Who was that? Thank you, Mark oh, Wahlberg. Man. Yeah. Oh yeah, they've done. They're doing a couple. They, yeah, they did they've the other guys. Really funny movie. Um, yeah. Um, like I just mentioned, Daddy's home. Um, I think there's something else that they're working on together too now but uh yeah i mean i I could see them being a being kind of one of those duos that that likes because i mean they've said before they enjoy working together uh and they look for opportunities to do it so um sure we will see what becomes of jumanji i did have a thought looking at this picture though it does kind of make me think tropic thunder yeah (laughs) that's the Mm. truth so it's it all starts with the base. Okay. Okay. Got to open your legs a little bit. Okay. Okay. You got to kind of do one of these. Yeah. Lean yeah. forward a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Come back. If you're some man. And then right here is where you got to do a little tongue thing. Okay. <laughs> this is where it gets interesting. If you smell. Then at the end you got to now you got to do that. What the rock? And then there's a little pause. There's like a big pregnant pause that you have to do. Right. Right. So the audience kind of leans in a little bit. Is cooking, and then that. Well, we've been hearing that a Power Rangers reboot is on the way, um, and for publicity's sake, they have released a series of movie posters that show the actors seated on pieces of their Zords. 
to Ouch. get us uh, wondering what they look like. Uh, hmm. I'm I was a big I was actually a really big Power Rangers guy. I I don't know how mm-hmm. excited I am for this movie because it looks like they're doing everything like they look like they filmed it with a dark filter, like Man of Steel and Dawn of Justice. And Pacific Rim. Pacific that Rim was really good look. though. Okay, well, but the, the yes. same filtery look is what yes, I'm saying. Yes, the same, yeah. just everything is dark. And I don't want that for my Power Rangers, unless they were going to go all the way, like with that short with James Vanderbeek. That's what I was going to say. If I get a mm. Power Rangers movie, I really want it to be that movie. Yes. I don't want this to be a kid's movie. F*** them. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the kids, right? Not the Power Rangers? Cor- Correct. Okay. Morphin time! Dragon Sword! Mastodon! Pyrodactyl! Triceratops! Saber Two Tiger! Tyrannosaurus! Well, I think it's really cool when Disney brings uh, brings up one of their properties that we haven't seen in a while or that you don't expect to see mm. brought up. Um, actually, our uh, our voiceover, uh, our voiceover. Um, Announcer uh, Amy Breedlove is at Disney right now with her husband Robert. They're doing some anniversary stuff, and they were showing the uh, the Halloween special they have at the, you know, at the end of the day. They always have some little scene that takes place at the uh, at the castle, and it's usually themed like at Christmas time. It's a Christmas theme for Halloween. The Sanderson sisters from Hocus Pocus come, oh. and I'm oh, like. Wow. Wow, Disney acknowledging the Sanders that they have. I mean, you don't see Hocus Pocus like meet and greets at Disney as far as I know. No, but it was kind of cool to see this older movie being brought That's up because cool. there's so many movies of Disney you never see mentioned at Disney mm-hmm. or at Disneyland. Uh, Hocus Pocus being one. Another that you never seem to see, but maybe we will again, The Rocketeer is getting a reboot. Well, see, not really, though. Because this it, this okay. actually takes place after the original Rocketeer, so it's not really a reboot, is it? Okay, okay. Well, then a sequel. Well, but they I no. You, I mean, you're through. you're right. They call it a reboot in the title, but as I was reading through here, because I was pissed at first. I I don't need. Okay. I didn't see any reason to reboot the Rocketeer. But then, as you read through it, it's after the fact of of you know, yeah. or after the the events of the original movie. So. Okay, so sequel yeah, so reboot is what they're calling yeah. it. A squeebroot. <laughs> and the uh, uh, Fonzie's kid is uh, is involved. Uh, wrote and directed it. No, Hen- Henry Winkler's son. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I I liked the Rocketeer. I uh, for 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 an adventure and. You know, PG, you know, Disney adventure. I, I liked it. I thought it was a fun movie. Uh, Timothy Dalton is the villain. Works mm-hmm. good. Um, you know, and who doesn't want to, the thought of flying through the space, you know, in, in, with a jetpack on and, you know, set in that era and running from Nazis. Who doesn't like that? Um, but yeah, I'll be curious to see like how far in the future it's supposed to take place. I, I mean, so. I don't think it's too far in the future. I, I, I think it's right after the events. 
So, I mean, it's still set in that, that kind of period. The thing that always confused me, though, about the Rocketeer, and correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't his helmet the rudder that he yes, steered? Yes, Okay, was. so I always yes. wondered as a kid, like, how did this guy look around without just steering all over the place? I think you're like... I'm trying to remember. I think he... he the, yeah, because there's times he looks to, around and it, it doesn't affect him that much, but... Maybe yeah. his... Yeah, I, I, maybe it wasn't the, supposed to be the rudder. Maybe it was just supposed to be uh, like a like a stabilizer, yeah, or, or maybe to make him a little bit more aerodynamic. That could be it. I always thought it was the rudder, and that's how he steered, because uh, there was no really no other mechanism for for steering. So, uh, well, no, it could be like when you're skydiving, it, uh, body weight. Like maybe he leans one way or another. Oh, like okay. Superman. Superman does that. Hmm. One thing that I had forgotten, because I mean, I remembered it doing okay, and I remember watching it on video. But you know, Disney considered it a disappointment. Oh yeah. Because it it, it only grossed forty six point six million. I forgot what was out at the same time. That on its opening weekend, also opening was Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, uh, Dying Young, and City Slickers. Well. Dude, that's your own so, fault, Disney. You I set that see. one up for failure. Like, yeah. you think your crappy superhero property is going to, like, <laughs> do well against <laughs> Billy Crystal and Daniel Stern? Uh. <laughs> hunting for tr- that was a sleeper. City Slickers was a sleeper. They couldn't have known about that one. God. Uh, Kevin Costner talking like an Iowa farmer in England, you know. Maybe they thought they had a chance to beat it, but you know, then, then, then Brian Adams' theme song came along know, and right? changed everything. Oh, yeah. and, then, and then whenever I think of Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, I just immediately go to Men in Tights, where Carrie Elwes is like, and unlike other Robin Hoods, I can speak with an English accent. English accent, yes. Actually, between the two, I find that to be the better Robin Hood movie. Agreed. Oh, I would agree. Yeah. I would agree. Um I would actually say Men in Tights is second only to the animated Disney. Oh, oh. the uh, the, the fox, fox. The fox. And yeah. John yes. Bear and yeah, yeah, yeah. I would agree with that. It's a great movie. Yeah. And, and I'm remembering, uh, I and we showed this on a we didn't we didn't show it we discussed it that how much of the Jungle Book and Robin Hood. They rehashed the animation of the dance scenes because of the oh, well, oh yeah, dance. yeah. Arista, Aristocats yeah. had uh, yeah, you know, some recycled stuff in there. Yeah, yeah but the Jungle Book had to yeah. be easy. <laughs> Jungle Book to Robin yeah, Hood had to they be put really a easy. hat on Baloo. Take much. Didn't take much. Because it's dull, you twit. It'll hurt more. It takes a steady hand because if you touch the side, you sank my battleship. Yeah, Play with me. Some things that you like to play with and uh, show off and let your kids have fun with, and other things you want to put up on the shelf and say, "Look at that pretty cool thing I've got." Well, for the nerd who has everything, you can be a Lego figurine. This is so cool. I like these, Ryan. Really? Do you need this? No, I don't need this. I was just gonna say I I don't like these. Uh, <laughs> they're kind of they, creepy looking. Yeah, at for the one, end they the creep me the hell right out. <laughs> um, I mean, it looks like somebody went around snatching people's heads off and shoving them on little brick bodies. 
Uh, yeah. But uh, the other thing, too, is... is I, don't, I don't know. I mean, Lego heads have always had a very specific look, so this... Uh, it's just the difference between the head and the body is a little too jarring. I like the like yeah. the Lego head, the Lego characters we made for. Uh, I think they're up on the Facebook page, aren't they? For ourselves, yeah. You, yeah. you basically yeah. design a Lego person to kind of represent you, not so much look like you. So, but no, these these creep me out more than anything else. Um, but that's just me. I I don't like some things. So. Yeah. Well, as I look at this picture, it looks like they scanned a bunch of celebrities for these heads. Not all uber famous celebrities, but to me, a bunch of these figurines in this picture look like celebrities to me. Um, the one there in the, in the green, get like green, matching green shirt and, and pants looks kind of like, uh, uh, Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Yeah, Jane from Firefly. Um, the the one over to the left over there in the green and the the purple, it looks like Chris Parnell from Saturday Night Live. Um, uh, the one on the far left looks looks like uh Melina Trump, but uh, <laughs> but it's okay. Does, look at her. She stole that Lego from uh Michelle Obama. <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> And on the far right, uh, that, no. that might be uh, a Kardashian. I will say I that know. the first thing I thought when I saw these faces, it, if you guys remember the N64 GoldenEye, yes. it looks like the yeah. faces on those characters. Dude. I will probably wait until the second or third generation of these when 3D printing gets a little bit more detailed. Mm. And then I'm going to get a shirtless Lego. <laughs> of me and my wife. <laughs> they have a um at our local mall at Christmas time, they had a 3D scanning booth that you could go to and they would scan you and make you into a figurine. Of See, I wouldn't mind an action figure that's 3D like a 3D yeah. print of you. Um you wouldn't mind a 3D action figure of me? That's really sweet. I yeah, I could put it um I put up here next to the Batmobile. Oh. That's where that would go. Um, uh, I would prefer one of me, but if all they have is is, a, is like we've got like seventy eight Kennys, <laughs> no one's buying the Kennys. Oh, you know, so I'd be like, I'll take two. You know, put them in my kids' stockings for Christmas or something. Freak them out really bad. <laughs> oh, is it? Are they all shirtless? Never mind. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to go back to present day. We hope we haven't permanently destroyed your childhood. If you'd like to suggest something for us to look back on, you can email us at IRememberedItBetter at gmail.com. You can follow the show at IRI Better. Follow me at Revan Geek, Ryan R. Allgood98. And Kenny, where can we follow you? Uh, well, probably after this podcast in jail from a restraining order from Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> yeah, you're actually nearby her in some respect. So yeah. no, she is. A, she is if a you bump into her too. on the street tomorrow, you have to let us know. So. You guys got it. No, you can find me on all social medias at Dumbbells Dragon, and then of course you can find the blog and the podcast uh, dumbbellsanddragons.com. and then everyone can email me at ken at dumbbellsanddragons.com. This is going to sound. Uh, on that note. 
because everybody thinks, of course, if you're in L.A., you see celebrities all the time. Have you had any interesting running into celebrity stories? Um, I have. I, I On the WWE front, I met uh-huh. Stone Cold Steve Austin at a brewery because he had partnered with them to release a beer. Um, okay. I, God, I'm trying to think of who else I ran into. Um, my wife was on a hike and ran into Tony Shalhoub. Oh, okay. Oh! Uh, but it was really funny. Cool. She goes up to him. Like, his dog got away from him and came up to our dogs. And then my wife was, like, talking with him. And she goes, you look like Tony Shalhoub. Do you ever get that? <laughs> and he's like, I get that a lot. And she goes, is that because yeah. you are Tony Shalhoub? <laughs> and he was like, yes. Oh, that's very um, cool. Good to hear that he was charming about yeah, it. I'm, tr- I'm trying to think if I've if I've actually run into anybody. Oh, um, if anyone watches the league, mm-hmm. um, Jason Matsukas, uh, he okay. plays Rafi. Uh, mm-hmm. He he sh- he shops at Mike Gelson's. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> on the on the WWE, one of the things where you bump into someone and don't realize that they're going to be a big deal because they're just getting started. Um, the WWE was in town when I was working at the radio station, and I had been there, and afterward, a bunch of us went out to a restaurant, and I look over to my left, and in the booth next to us is WWE wrestler, who at that time was known as The Deacon. Oh, wow. Who was part of a very bad like line where he was like somebody was like a pastor-type role, and he was the deacon of that Oh, pastor. God. Dave Batista. Oh, wow. Oh, that's good. Cool. Oh, Nice. Yeah, you know, before he had his really big push to become Batista. Yeah. But, and now, of course, you know, actor in Marvel uh, things as well as uh, the latest James Bond movie. But, uh, yeah, yeah, just, oh, there's the deacon over there ha- having a, having a, uh, having a, having a rap. Okay, good. <laughs> Little did we know. Little did we know. If you missed any of the details about us, you can find all the info by going to www.iribetter, uh, the things like uh, show notes, etc. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash iribetter. Our voiceover is provided by Amy Breedlove. You can follow her on Twitter at voicework, that's voice, W-E-R-K, and through her website, www.amybreedlove.com. We're part of the Signals Media All-Star Network podcast family at signalsmedia.com. Please rate us on iTunes, and more importantly, tell your friends all about us. Uh, final special thanks to uh, Kenny for coming along tonight. Uh, is there any particular thing about a recent episode of your show or something or a point that you would really like to leave us on? That is such the stumper right now. Oh, you know what? <laughs> um, something that has been kind of uh, overshadowed by Stranger Things. If you have Netflix, the get down is amazing. Um, a lot of no names in it. A lot of undiscovered guys. The get down really awesome uh i can't rave about it enough all right well we will see about taking a look at that and uh that'll do it for us we'll see you soon for episode 138 we'll see you in the future in the past that's one i added ryan did you see it there yeah at the top? i did i'm actually taking show notes okay. off my phone because okay right now the links are just too much for my computer to handle so okay I'm pretty sure that 
Uh, That's why I'm looking down at my cool. phone. I'm not like, this is lame. I'm going to text some people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Alrighty. Whatever. That's where my head was going. <laughs> yeah. We're past yeah. the part where I talk, so I'm just going to Facebook now. <laughs> Alrighty. Moving on to the next story. Because <laughs> that one went off the rails real quick. That's all, it's all right. Well, that's what. I, that, I mean, I, that's I pretty use much a little, pretty um, much par I, for the course. I, really, I do the uh, I do the NPR thing where I play like bumper music or a little stinger at whenever a story ends to get us into the next story, so it doesn't have this little time right now. We're like, oh, I can't believe we talked about killing Lindsay Lohan for a few seconds. I don't. Okay, I don't know what other people talk about. I, can I can't remember. believe we talked about it sooner. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I figured since you guys had said the f bomb, I could throw one in. Yeah, you could. It's oh yeah, no, I, let I it rain. Them. I beep them. I beep them. Ryan went above and beyond last week. Oh, did I? You were you were on a tear. You were on an absolute I might have tear been on a week in which I didn't have to do any real editing and could have just dropped the audio in. Oh no! Oh no! They just they fast and furious. That's okay because I said it too because I had to recount the story of you say <laughs> if you and the Pokemon. Oh game, yeah, so. yeah. When right. I got drunk and ruined a panel at Con. Oh god. Yeah. Oh my god! I remember listening to that episode. That was hilarious. <laughs> Parents at that panel didn't think so. <laughs> So, Power Rangers, eh? Yeah, Power Rangers. You think they get drunk and pilot the Zords? (laughs) I don't see why they wouldn't. (laughs) Like, that's the problem with CGI. If those Zords were practical... Like, if I'm Ben Affleck, I'm thinking at least once during shooting, I'm getting drunk and taking the Batmobile for a ride. (laughs) (laughs) yeah i to your point i guess you can't really do that with cgi i mean you could try but it's uh didn't they do something where he was driving the batmobile around on the wb lot while they were like tours were going through as kind of publicity stuff i remember when they were filming the dark uh either batman begins or the dark knight um, a drunk guy actually ran, drove his car onto the set to smash into the tumbler because oh, he nice. thought it was an alien invasion. <laughs> wow. Oh. Nice. Awesome. I'm going to use nice. that as an excuse sometime. <laughs> I'm just going to crash my I car. Into something like I thought it was alien invasion. <laughs> you yeah. do you, bro. You do you. <laughs> Yeah. That's kind of a terrible plan, though. Like, what? What, what was part two of that plan? <laughs> <laughs> you have absolutely no means of escaping the aliens now, dude. You just smashed your car. Step one: smash car into aliens. <laughs> step two: step three: Uh-oh. profit. <laughs> profit. <laughs> This podcast is a part of the Signals Media All-Star Network. For more information on this and other fine shows, go to SignalsMedia.com. It's okay to stick our stuff in your ears. Really?